from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. This is the retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, we go into question and answer mode. And I love these shows because it brings a lot of insight on what we do and who we help. We have questions from listeners, questions from clients, questions from students that we compile together. And on a quarterly basis, we try to bring those to the radio show for our radio audience, especially if we feel like it would relate to those who are listening to the show. This show is broadcast across all South Central Kentucky and North Central Tennessee. We are able to help a lot of people by this show and the education that we provide. However, you are picking up this radio show on our podcast And the podcast, while it dives deeper into certain topics with special guests, also brings every radio show. So if you're listening to this, you are listening to what was uh, put on the air the week of Valentine's Day 2024. With that in mind, if any of these things that you are hearing relate to you or you would like a little bit more insight on those, give us a call. We help clients from all over the country, and we believe that everyone deserves a well-written retirement plan in our opinion, your very own retirement atlas that's customized to you to get you where you want to go in retirement. If you would like a little more information on that, give us a call, 270-600-PLAN, or contact us at contact at rdswealth.com. And of course, if you like this show, I would ask you to like, subscribe, give us a review on this show, and share it with friends, share it with people on social media. The more people we can get in front of, the more people we can help and you are helping us accomplish that mission. Again, we appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Retirement Matters Show that we call You Have Questions, We Have Answers, 4th Edition. Enjoy the show. Good morning to you. I hope you are doing well and you are ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. I am here for a very special show, one of my most favorite shows that we do. We do this four to five times a year. We do our best to make this a quarterly habit. Sometimes we do it once or twice in a quarter. I'm here with Miss Whitney Eubank, a member of our team, an esteemed member of our team, and in my opinion, one of my very best co-parts here in the RDS Wealth studio with us today. Hello, Miss Whitney. How are you? Hey, Dale. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Very good. We are excited to have you here because that means it is time for the question and answer section of this particular show. We are going to dive into three or four questions. Five. I think you've got five or six there. Yep. We'll do our absolute best. You're going to pick out the best ones. You're going to bring them to us, (laughs) and we are going to give you the best answer we know how to do. And this is what we do on a daily basis. We help answer questions for retirees, those who are going into retirement those who are approaching retirement, or even those who are just planning on living in a healthy retirement, happy retirement. We love to talk about living happy, Whitney, and we help people every single day make one step closer to that reality, to live happy 
in retirement. Absolutely. Now, Whitney, before we jump into the question and answer section, as you know, it's time for our pause for positivity. You ready for this? Yes, sir. I'm ready. All right. Let's jump into it. This week, uh, many people sat down to watch the same football game. It's a pretty big football game. (laughs) The Uh, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, right? The Super Bowl. We all got to see the Super Bowl. I know you and I watched it, Whitney. Uh, It was a very late very late game. It took forever to finish, but man, that would have been the one to go to. It was if yeah. uh, if you were able to afford a ticket. A good game, though. Those tickets were incredibly expensive. I have no I idea how much. I can only imagine. Uh, but that type of that type of uh, event taking as long as it possibly can to end. I think you got your money's worth. <laughs> it was a it was one of the longest Super Bowls in history, if I'm not mistaken. But in that Super Bowl event, uh, we were talking on the way here to the studio. Whitney and I were discussing a, a good positive mindset, a good pause for positivity, and news that came from the Super Bowl. A lot of things, uh, you hear of stories of players, you hear a lot of positive impacts that players are making on children all around the world, and the NFL as a whole makes a pretty powerful impact. But I'll tell you, one thing that came to mind, and one thing we've talked about even in the office, is how Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs, if you see this, or if you go back and watch it, if you saw it live, you realized there was a period of time there where one of the star players, who Travis Kelsey is his name, Travis Kelsey came up and he grabbed the head coach of the Chiefs, Andy Reid. When he grabbed him, you saw this, Whitney, mm-hmm. when he grabbed him, he almost knocked him down. There was a lot of backlash right away on Twitter. What used to be Twitter, now known as X, there was a lot of tweets coming through. A lot it just of, it just kind of seemed like an unpleasant interaction. Sure, yeah. I mean, from the outside in, you saw that and you thought, "Wow, this was this was a, a an out of control player mm-hmm. who let his emotions get the best of him, and he grabs the coach." So much so that he almost knocks the coach down. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that interaction. I was like, man, I don't know how I would feel about that yeah, it, if I was a coach. And, and everyone had their opinion. Absolutely. And, and this is where we get to the positive focus. Everyone had their opinion. And Whitney, you brought this up. Actually, you're the one that kind of came up with the positive insight that we can gather from something that happened here at the Super Bowl. So... You were sharing with me that you've seen some things on, uh, if, was it Instagram? It was TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some things on social media that have came across your social media where people are very upset with Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And what has happened is Andy Reid has responded saying that was just Travis being Travis. I'm actually going to play a quick clip of what he says. It when almost he's asked. seemed as if he never thought a thing about it. Sure. And you know what? Let's just play that clip right now. Uh, as we as we go into this, so keep in mind this is this is after game. Chiefs have won. Andy Reid is asked, "What did you think about Travis Kelsey coming up and grabbing you?" It looked like he startled you there quite a bit, and he says this. <laughs> yeah, he caught me off balance. I wasn't watching. Chief shot, but that's all right. He did good. <laughs> um, he was really coming over. Just go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know. So that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time, so I listen. I appreciate it. So there you go. Uh, Andy Reid took the opportunity to not bash his player, to not belittle his teammate, but instead to say, "Ah, it's just Travis being Travis," and he was really competitive. He was saying, "Put me in, and I'll score." Now, now, if you read lips, you realize that may not have exactly been what he said. But what you pointed out was Andy Reid really reacted the way that we should all react. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And in this type of environment where he had the ability to make or break Travis's character right there, he decided... I'm going to cover him a little bit. I'm, I'm going to be my brother's keeper. He could have had all the n- negative supporters. Sure. For sure. And he chose to take the positive way out. And I love that. I think it's incredible. Yeah. And, and what you're what you're saying there is a lot of people were, would have been willing to get behind Andy Reid. And for say, sure. Yeah, of course, Travis Kelsey was bad for that. It seems as but if. But what do you gain in negativity, Dale? That's so true. Negativity you gain gains that? you nothing. Uh, and and when given the choice, oftentimes as human beings, we fail and we take the negative road because it's the easy road. Mm-hmm. And I was reading in the comments, Dale, it's crazy to think like this, but there were so many people that were commenting about this that said, everyone is mad in the world, but Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is mad, but Andy and, Reid. And, and it's not even our situation to be upset about. So, so true. And we all have opinions. Yep. Uh, and one thing you're going to realize in life is that if you are successful... You are going to likely be built up by people around you until finally they decide they want to try and tear you down. It's the Chiefs. It's a perfect example. The Chiefs have been the uh, the poster child of the NFL for years, and this year they got to play the villain. This year they got to be the underdog. This year they were made out to be the bad guys. And you are going to see this in your life. I love this positive focus here, Whitney. Spending a little bit more time than normal mm-hmm. on it, but it's necessary for us to realize and you've said it before, Benet Brown, the yeah. people in the cheap seats love to give the criticism. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that And Andy what Reed, that means is the ones in the cheap seats aren't the ones participating in the fight. They're not the ones participating. They love being uh, in the NFL. We actually call that an armchair quarterback. They like quarterback. to give criticism from a safe distance. A safe distance. That's exactly right. So one thing that we see here from Andy Reid is he protected his teammate, he protected his counterpart, he protected the one that that essentially looked at him as a leader. And as a leader, he took the positive road. That's one thing that we can take into our own life. So I challenge you this week, as you are faced with obstacles, you're faced with the ups or the downs, go to the high road or go to the low road, always choose the high road. If we do that, I promise you, we will start to see that the world is a much brighter place around us because we are brighter. We bring the light to every situation. It takes a very small light in a very dark room to give such a great glow. With that, we're going to go to the next section right after this break. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back with more Retirement Matters with Dale and Whitney. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. 
All right, welcome back to the show. For those who are just joining, I've got Miss Whitney Eubank here in studio with us today. She is going to bring the questions. I'm going to do my best to answer those questions. For you, the listener, it's likely that you will hear things in these questions that relate to you. You may even find yourself in these questions. Here's what I would do. Be sure that you give our team a call. If there's anything that you would like to discuss about your retirement journey, where you are, where we, where you would like to be, and if there's a way, we will do our best to help map out the road to get you there. So let's go to the first question, Miss Whitney. Who is it from? And give us the question. Yes, sir. I have the first one coming from James. He's 63. And he says, I have a pension, but I'm not sure if I should take the lump sum or one of the payment options. Can you give some advice here of which option is better? I think it's a great question. Very good. James, uh, 63. Yes, sir. Pension. Congratulations. One of the lucky few that still have a pension. So, (laughs) wonderful job on that. Uh, A lot of this is out of your control. This pension has been now offered in the form of a lump sum or multiple options. We see a lot of this on a daily basis. We see a lot of this happening, especially now with interest rates being as high. We've even seen some pensions that at one point offered no lump sum payment, now offering lump sum payments. And we are assisting people on a daily basis make the decision as to whether or not they need the lump sum or they need lifetime payment. You've heard me say this before, in retirement, it's all about income. It's about how much of that income you get to keep because you're not paying taxes. So inside of a well-written income plan, it should address exactly how much you need versus how much you have coming in. If you need this lifetime pension income to protect basic expenses, it oftentimes becomes a good selection for you to take a lifetime payment. Which payment? It depends on the options. There often are options, and James, you will know exactly what I'm discussing here, in uh, the form of 100% payout for life, no survivor benefit. There may be a 100% payout for life with 100% survivor benefit, and that's likely to be a less payment than if it only pays one person. So to simplify that, it could either pay James, or it could pay James and a beneficiary of his choice, perhaps his wife. If it pays James and a beneficiary of his choice or his wife, it's likely that that amount of money per month is going to be less. Let's put some numbers to it. Let's imagine, James, you could take $2,000 a month from your pension, or you could take, say, $1,700 a month in the event that you passed, your wife still gets $1,700 a month. Uh, The $2,000 a month would mean that if you pass, your wife gets nothing. Those two options could yield a great deal of difference in your overall lifetime financial plan. This is where we begin to sit down with you and analyze which of those options is best. How do you know if you need a lump sum payment? Well, there is a little bit of a shortcut that we can certainly tell you about. and and By sitting down, we could even give you real numbers on whether or not the lump sum makes sense. But for me to give you more accurate information, I would advise that you reach out to our firm. Because what we would like to do is to see two things inside of that lump sum. Number one, is it possible for us to take that lump sum and use some of that lump sum to buy your own lifetime income stream? A good example here, if the $2,000 a month is the goal, We may be able to say if a lump sum is $900,000, you may be able to take that $900,000 and buy with uh, $700,000 or $800,000 of that $900,000 the same $2,000 a month payment, leaving you with the extra to spend. Or perhaps, number two, 
Maybe you don't need the lifetime income. Maybe that is already supplied to you. Your need is already met because of Social Security. We actually just sat down with another gentleman. Uh, Whitney, you would know exactly who I'm speaking of if I mentioned the name. We sat down with him, and he had the ability to take almost $900,000 worth of lump sum or a $5,500 a month pension payment. And we begin to do the calculation and realize that every bit of his need was met by Social Security alone. His need was met by him and his wife bringing in just Social Security, much less some of the part-time work that he was going to be bringing in while he was working, and then being able to turn on a stream of income from the 900000 as he needs it. Long story short, by doing the lump sum, it provided him with the same amount of security in guaranteed income, but it provided him a great deal more in the form of legacy, leaving it to someone he loved. For that reason, it's hard to answer this question with specifics, but there are some things you need to consider. I hope we've given you some insight on that. And the number one thing I would do right now is reach out to our firm or a firm like ours that specializes in income planning. Let us map this out for you inside of our Retirement Atlas 270-600 plan. Okay, great deal. This next one comes from Terry. He is 62. And he says, what age should I start collecting Social Security if I don't really need it? Mm. I am married. My wife retires next year, and she is 64 years old. Very good. 62. Uh, So your wife is 64. I'm curious if she's Mm -hmm. already taking Social Security. It doesn't say. Yeah. Uh, So a lot of this kind of needs to be known before we can make an exact recommendation. considering she retires next year, but So what I'll do is I'll give some brief, uh, high-level understanding of what this would probably result in. At 62, no need for income. Congratulations. You likely have something like we were just talking about with a pension, or you have some sort of other stream of income that guarantees you some sort of payment uh, in the future, and Social Security is a non-factor. If that's the case, my question would be, who do you want to leave money to? Are there, are there places that you want to leave this money to, such as churches or charities? Are there people that you would like to leave this money to, such as children or grandchildren? And if so, if that's the objective, then what you likely want to do is start taking Social Security as early as you can. Now, please bear in mind, this is a wide brush approach. This is not me telling you that you need to start Social Security right now. But it is likely that by taking Social Security right now and investing that money, into other investments, it could very easily yield a much more substantial death benefit or a much more substantial legacy that you can leave behind. Having no real need for the income from Social Security oftentimes means that we aren't going to defer that income any longer because if we never make it to income age, we've missed out on all of the money that we could have attained from Social Security. And I want to say this too, Whitney, if you will give me one more second here. Yes, sir. It's not always the case that individuals should take it at 62. The idea of, well, I've got to get it while there's money to get is not the best way to claim Social Security. We need to sit down with individuals just like this. And someone on our team, Terry, would be able to talk to you and help you understand exactly when you should be taking Social Security exactly where that money should be going if we do elect to take it now because you don't need it, and what exactly is your objective with this money. If the objective is leaving it behind and your health is in good order, man, you have a golden opportunity right now 
to use Social Security as a major leverage to pass on a large amount of money to someone you love. We'd love to show you how. 270-600-PLAN. What's next, Miss Whitney? All right, Dale. I love this question. It comes from Patty. She's 64, and she says this. How important is it that we have a financial advisor? We believe we will have plenty of money when we retire between Social Security and a 401k. We feel like we could do this on our own, but are we missing something? Hmm. Why would you advise not to do that? And Dale, I don't know that we couldn't use the example of the individual that came in just the other day with the 900000 Yeah pension. Sure. And, you know, they were kind of set sure. with just their social security. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, we could certainly build off of that. Miss Patty, uh, congratulations on getting to this point. And, and this is something to be said to say, hey, you know, we don't really need a financial advisor because we're going to be okay. Uh, I don't disagree with that statement. It is likely that you can reach a place of financial independence to the point where you do not need a financial advisor. You can make, I'm going to simply put this this way, you can make a lot of really boneheaded mistakes and be okay, right? And I don't mean that in any derogatory term. Miss Patty could be the very uh, epitome of, of intelligence when it comes to finance. But I'll tell you, most individuals are facing something in the income phase that they never faced before, whether it be Medicare decisions whether it be how to how to make taxes most efficient when it comes to social security making sure that we don't have rmds that throw us into something called irma or a penalty on medicare making sure that not only selecting the right medicare a b and d but what kind of supplement do we need those things are are outside of the investment spectrum but they're certainly a part of the decisions that you have to make in the income phase. How do we make money last as long as we are alive and then pass on that money most tax efficiently to someone? That's in a legacy plan. We build that in the retirement atlas. On top of that, the income plan. How do you know you have enough? That would be my first question. And not that you're wrong, it's how do you know? And what exactly does that mean? Are you living to the most optimal retirement possible? And so this all boils down to this. It's likely that you could be completely okay without an advisor, because you said so. But it's also likely that an advisor who perhaps brings a little bit of insight and a little bit of knowledge to the arena would help you and your beneficiaries retire more tax efficiently, more optimally. I think, if anything, it can provide a peace of mind a peace to of know mind. that you can spend your money. It's a very good point. A peace of mind. Knowing that someone else is watching out for you brings a lot of peace to a lot of people. Uh, and understanding that you can trust the firm is the biggest thing, right? <laughs> we have a five-step process that we walk all retirees through in protecting their income, their investments, their tax planning, making sure they're not spending too much in taxes. That's going to be huge for you, Miss mm-hmm. Patty. And it's not just for you, but it's also for your kiddos and the legacy plan. Because the last thing you want to do is hand your kids a tax tumor that has grown without you realizing it. And now they have issues. I would rather you pay the taxes now at a lower tax bracket than to hand it to the kiddos and they get less. If you're telling me you have enough, it's likely that you have so much, you are going to have some left over. And that leftover needs to be handled most tax efficiently. I would be challenging you to look for someone you can trust and work with an advisor. Not just an advisor, but an advisor who is specialized in the income phase of retirement planning. We talk about growth and income You have likely done a very good job of growing your money. The income side is the most deadly side of the proverbial retirement mountain. Just like climbing down Mount Everest, 
More people fail, and that failure is critical to their health, even deadly to their health. More people die on the way down Mount Everest than they do climbing up. Uh, It's very similar in retirement. Not only do you have Medicare risk, and market risk, and tax risk, and legacy risk, and long-term care risk, you have all of these risks combined. The longer you live, the more likely you are to experience those risks. I'll get off my soapbox, Miss Patty. I'd love to chat with you if you're ever interested in letting our team help you, or at least show you how we feel we could help you. And just like you said, uh, Whitney, there are going to be decisions that you need to you need to know. Someone's in your corner helping you make the right one. Just like our gentleman who came in a couple of days ago with almost a million dollars in pension money, uh, and he's done very well for himself, and we were happy to help. Absolutely. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to a break. Uh, we're going to come. Right. We're going to come back from that break. We're going to hit another question or two. We've got, oh, golly, we've got like six to eight minutes max. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think the last one that I have is uh, well, unfortunately, going to be our last okay. one. It's quite long, but it's good. Very good. Let's go to a break. We'll be right back with more retirement matters. Question and answer edition. Right after this. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, welcome back to the show. We are at a crunch time here, Whitney. We have about six minutes max. We got to be done in six minutes. Time has flown by. Thanks for spending this time with us, by the way. Whitney Eubank here to ask some questions. Sounds like you got one more. Let's hit it. That's right. Y'all bear with me. This one, it comes from Tim. He's 51 years old. It's a really great question. He says, I'm aware that earning too much in retirement can cause Social Security to become taxed. Mm. I would like to have most of my money move to a Roth IRA by the time I take Social Security, but I'm not sure how to calculate how much I should be doing each year in Roth conversions. I want to ensure I don't cause myself to jump into the next bracket, but I also want to make sure that I'm converting enough to get to the 0% tax bracket that you talk about, Dale. Can you help? Wow. All right, Tim, 51. Uh, incredible job in doing a little bit of uh, preliminary planning. At 51, you're doing it the right way. I'm not sure how much you have in what we would consider qualified money or IRA money, uh, 401k money, which brings up another point. I know we have no time, but Miss Patty, uh, if I remember correctly, you said that you had a 401k. If it were me, I'd probably be taking that 401k and rolling it to an IRA almost immediately upon retirement, uh, even as early as 59 and a half. So there's another piece of advice. I don't know, Patty, if you're even listening, but if you are, uh, then there's another piece of, of information we would like to provide for you. Give us a call, sit down and talk to you. Tim, same here, my friend. Uh, you have a 401k or an IRA, and you're trying to do these Roth conversions. And, and it sounds like the primary objective here is to do these Roth conversions without jumping into the next tax bracket. Is that right, Whitney? That's right. All right, so the next tax bracket should not be as scary as you may feel that it is. And I'm going to explain this in just a second. I want you to think of a funnel, excuse me, a fountain, not a funnel, a fountain, uh, and this tax fountain. We like to talk about the tax fountain in a lot of our classes. The tax fountain, if you think of it, at the very top, it has a little bucket. I'm going to say bucket. At the uh, next stage below, it has a little bit bigger bucket, and the next stage below is a little bit bigger. Well, the tax 
fountain has the first bucket, which is all deductions. No money that lands in that bucket is taxed at all. The next bucket is taxed at 10%. The next tax bucket is taxed at 12%. The next bucket is taxed at 22 and then 24 Most Americans find themselves in that 12 to 24%, so either the 12 the 22 or the 24% tax bracket slash bucket, if you will. Go with me on this analogy. Imagine that you were in the 22% tax bucket and you had just a little bit more room to fill up your tax bucket, aka a little bit more money that you could earn in income before we jumped into the next 24% tax bracket or bucket. If a little bit of money falls into the 24% tax bracket, Only that little bit of money that falls in gets taxed at 24%. So it's not as if it kicks the entire amount into a 24% tax bracket. Only a little bit gets taxed at 24%. I say all of that to tell you, you won't make as big of a decision, uh, let's say a detrimental decision, on taking too much as you may by taking too little. I'd rather you fill up the 22 or the 12 or the 24 even if you find yourself in that tax bracket. How do you know how much to take? Take as much as you can before you go into the next tax bracket. Again, understanding that you don't have to schedule it down to the penny, but keeping maybe a $100, $200 buffer, even a $1,000 buffer. Let's just say if you for some reason fill up a little bit more and it's $1,000 over, well, all of a sudden now you are taxed that $1,000 at 24% instead of 22. Here's the news. It's still on sale. Compared to where it's been, it's still on sale. How do you know how much to take? It takes a little bit of planning. Our team would be happy to sit down and under, help you understand that. A little bit of planning to understand where that 22 and 24% tax bracket slash bucket ends. And how do we fill that up? Well, we pick up that much money out and move it to a Roth IRA very quickly If you make, say, $50,000 a year in income, and let's just imagine the tax bracket ends at $100,000, well, now you have an additional $50,000 you could do a conversion on. You with me on that math? Uh, If not, give us a call. If you are and you understand that, be careful doing Roth conversions on your own because each conversion has a five-year rule. You want to be sure that you're aware of that. And this is when it becomes very apparent that you need a little bit of assistance from perhaps an income advisor. We'd love to help you. 51 is a little early to be planning for income in retirement, but if we're doing a Roth conversion strategy, we're already planning for tax-free income, and that's the best kind of income at all. (laughs) All right, let's go to the end of the show. As you hear this music cranking up, I want you to know that we appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Uh, We are very, very appreciative of the time that you spend with us, and we hope that you are also gathering information to help you live a little bit happier in retirement. Miss Whitney, do you have anything to add to the end of the show? All righty. I don't have anything this week, but nope. I, I'm excited to be here, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Yes, we do very much. And, and again, if there's anything we can help you with, anything you've heard about yourself in these questions you'd like a little bit more information on, give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. If you're over the age of 59 and a half, about to do some sort of rollover, you've just ended your employment somewhere, or you're looking to start retirement within the next five years, you need to give us a call at 270-600-PLAN. We'd love to help you. If we talk then, fantastic. If not, we talk next week. Always remember, between now and then, save money, plan well, live happy in retirement. God bless. 
Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be considered as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.